Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 38 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review key takeaways and we'll end our session with a prayer. Judah and Tamar. At that time, Judah left his brothers and went down to stay with a man of Adullam named Hira. There Judah met the daughter of a Canaanite man named Shua. He married her and made love to her. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son who was named Ur. She conceived again and gave birth to a son and named him Onan. She gave birth to still another son and named him Shelah. It was at Kesib that she gave birth to him. Judah got a wife for Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the Lord's sight, so the Lord put him to death. Then Judah said to Onan, Sleep with my brother's wife, and fulfill your duty to her as a brother-in-law, to raise up offspring for your brother. But Onan knew that the child would not be his, so whenever he slept with his brother's wife, he spilled his semen on the ground to keep from providing offspring for his brother. What he did was wicked in the Lord's sight, so the Lord put him to death also. Judah then said to his daughter-in-law, Tamar, Live as a widow in your father's household until my son Shelah grows up. For he thought, he may die too, just like his brothers. So Tamar went to live in his father's household. After a long time, Judah's wife, the daughter of Shua, died. When Judah had recovered from his grief, he went up to Timnah, to the man who was shearing his sheep. And his friend Hira the Adulamite went with him. When Tamar was told, Your father-in-law is on his way to Timnah to shear his sheep. She took off her widow's clothes, covered herself with a veil to disguise herself, and then sat down at the entrance to Anaim, which is on the road to Timnah. For she saw that though Sheila had now grown up, she had not been given to him as his wife. When Judah saw her, he thought she was a prostitute, for she had covered her face. Not realizing that she was his daughter-in-law, he went over to her by the roadside and said, Come now, let me sleep with you. And what will you give me to sleep with you? she asked. I'll send your young goat from my flock, he said. Will you give me something as a pledge until you send it? she asked. He said, What pledge should I give you? Your seal and his cord and the staff in your hand, she answered. So he gave them to her and slept with her, and she became pregnant by him. After she left, she took off her veil and put on her widow's clothes again. Meanwhile, Judah sent the young goat by his friend, the Adulamite, in order to get his pledge back from the woman. But he did not find her. He asked the men who lived there, Where is the shrine prostitute who was beside the road at Enam? There hasn't been any shrine prostitute here, they said. So he went back to Judah and said, I didn't find her. Besides, the men who lived there said, There hasn't been any shrine prostitute here. Then Judah said, let her keep what she has, or we will become the laughingstock. After all, I did send her this young goat, but you didn't find her. About three months later, Judah was told, Your daughter-in-law Tamar is guilty of prostitution, and as a result, she is now pregnant. Judah said, Bring her out and have her burned to death. As she was being brought out, she sent a message to her father-in-law. I am pregnant by the man who owns these, she said, and she added, if you recognize whose seal and cord and staff these are. Judah recognized them and said, She is more righteous than I, since I wouldn't give her to my son Shelah. And he did not sleep with her again. When the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. As she was given birth, one of them put out his hand, 
So the midwife took a scarlet thread and tied it on his wrist and said, This one came out first. But when he drew back his hand, his brother came out. And she said, So this is how you have broken out. And he was named Perez. Then his brother, who had the scarlet thread on his wrist, came out. And he was named Zira. So this is the end of Genesis chapter 38. We see here that God continues to relate uh, the story of his people, the nation of Israel, and how we see we see where God exacts punishment for the sons of Judah that were wicked. In turn, the wife of the son is left widow. The second son marries her, but is also stricken by the Lord. So then Judah, afraid of losing his third son, basically lies to her and tells her to wait for her son to grow up, to be of an age where she can marry him, but never has any intention of fulfilling that pledge. So she recognizes that and decides to trick Judah instead by posing as a prostitute. Finally, all comes to light and is resolved, but Judah never sleeps with her again. But in this way, we find that uh, Tamar, most likely a Canaanite woman, is now part of the lineage of the Messiah. We see an interesting lesson here is that anyone can become recipient of the grace of God. Uh, Tamar now finds herself in the lineage of Jesus Christ, our Messiah. And again, we see throughout the Bible a number of folks, unlikely folks, that find themselves part of the lineage that's going to bring forth the promised Son of God. Bottom line, God's family is not designed by ethnicity or morality, but simply by God's grace, who He chooses to give grace to, which is all of us. As long as we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have access to God's grace. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for giving us your word and guiding us every day, allowing us to take a breath, to slow down, to listen to your word and focus again on what truly is important in life. Nothing else matters. What's important is that we focus on your word and that we understand the teachings. Here today, you're letting us know that we don't earn our salvation. We don't earn your grace. There's nothing we can do or say. It is not through birthright. It is not through how we behave. It is simply by being obedient to your word, by acknowledging Jesus as our Savior, following him, giving our life, turning our life over to him. And through this simple act, you then in turn make us righteous and allow us in your presence and bless us with your grace and your mercy. So Lord, we thank you for this. Send us the Holy Spirit. Allow us to understand how simple it is to receive your incredible mercy and grace. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Genesis chapter 38. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.